Well, hi, everybody. This is Susan Hall from the Center for Teaching and Learning, and thanks for joining us for A Word on Teaching. My buddy Kathy Bataro is out today, but I've got two guests instead. Uh, it's Terry Peak, who many of you know as an instructional designer over in instructional technology, but he's going to talk today primarily his capacity as an instructor in the MIS program. And we're also going to be talking to Ron Washington, who's an associate professor and the coordinator of that program. So welcome, guys. Thanks for joining us today. Our topic today is LinkedIn learning. And uh, I asked you guys to join me for a conversation uh, because I'm always interested in things that prompt students to think about what they're learning in class and how that might relate to some bigger world. That might be professional plans, it might be personal interest, but you know, how, how what they're learning has, has legs beyond the classroom. And maybe that's the starting point for our conversation about LinkedIn learning. What is this thing anyway, for those who've never heard of it? Terry, you wanna get us started? Yeah, well, it's any, it's, it is a repository for learning. Um, there are, I mean, you, uh, I, I like to think of it as it's a place where I can go and learn something or learn to do something, especially if it's something I've got to teach in class and I'm not sure of it. I can literally go to link, go to Cardinal Labs, ask, access LinkedIn learning from there, and then find tutorials by really knowledgeable uh, people. They've got five or six that are really good that will then break down that uh, training into these really nice little two to five minute chunks of information that it's, so it's a very quick video that I can watch, take some notes. They even have in most cases a, a, a document that I can download and then I can actually play with that document, edit it or manipulate it according to the way they want me to do it. And, uh, and, I, and I get to learn the new a new skill and that's basically what it is okay lots it's... of little short courses and tutorials um ron you want to add to that what else yeah, should we know about you know, linkedin learning I, I like using metaphors and analogies and what i would look at linkedin learning as is it's kind of like an as of an academic youtube if you will you know it's that place you go to for all things, you know, but in this particular setting, you've got some experts uh, throughout industry that are teaching in. And I think Terry really hit the, the real value in it is that it's these little three to five minute short hits that focus on a specific task with a specific tool uh, that you can really learn really quick. And I, and I think what's really cool about it, it's not just something I think, uh, you know, as, as students can use, but I think faculty can actually get a lot from it as well uh, to pick up little tidbits on things uh, that are actually going on out there. I mean, and there's a lot. It, it is just a, mm -hmm. a, a whole plethora of information that's out there and that's being put out by some really great professionals in, in that industry. Okay, and it sounds like they cover a pretty wide range of topics. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, it's it has several. I, I think it's it. I I do believe that it is in uh, the thousands of courses. You know, um, you know, it's it's just it's just a lot. 
and and it's there's all kinds of subjects that you can do now I'll, you know there's a lot of stuff that's going to be related to you know to a technical or business world but i mean i found there's a i found a website called grammar girl where you're that's giving you some really great ways to kind of really polish up and and build your writing skills with really good grammar and uh and really nice tips that um, are delivered in a in a really kind of soft way that um, that maybe you're that you that you might not think your instructor delivered yeah. to you, or there's stuff on. Um, I mean, if you wanted to learn, you know, you've you've got a bunch of pictures from your vacation and you want to edit them in Photoshop, you can go take a Photoshop class. Uh, so there, you know, so there's you know, it's not just all kind of a for like for Ron and I. You know, businessy code, uh, Excel, things like that. But there's a lot of others and uh, soft skills. I there's resume writing. You type in resume writing. There's 30 different uh, tutorials on writing resumes for anybody from a long-term professional to writing your first resume. Which, you know, every every uh, every young adult we send through here needs that yeah. type of skill and 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 some faculty i'm sure could probably use it well let's well. hear how you two guys well. use them in your specific courses yeah and so uh, just to, to cap that off there are sixteen thousand courses in linkedin learning <laughs> okay so if you can't find something the problem isn't linkedin learning huh? <laughs> <laughs> problem is linkedin learning's got to, someone's got to find linkedin learning and and put that skill on LinkedIn. Yeah. So, Ron, what what are you what are you using in one of your courses right now? Which of these tutorials? So, in I teach a, a database class, and in part of that class really kind of happens in two functions: the design of the database, and then the scripting. And the scripting language we use is called SQL. And so, I, I was introduced to to LinkedIn Learning almost mid semester, and I thought it was such a great tool that what I do is I have students uh, complete a segment of the SQL training. It's They basically complete the intro information, which saves me literally two weeks of instruction in the classroom. So they have the opportunity offline, outside of the class. It's kind of a, well, it is a requirement. And so they complete that introductory to SQL. So they understand the basics when they come in the class. So I can jump straight into the intermediate level in, in what I'm doing. And it really makes the time that I have uh, in class with them more valuable. Uh, on top of that, what students get uh, at the completion of the outside of class training that they do through LinkedIn Learning is LinkedIn Learning provides badges and a badge is basically kind of like a little icon that comes up in your LinkedIn learning uh, profile. And what it's used for is to allow employers know that you have a particular knowledge in a particular skill set. So all of my database students are required basically to complete the first introductory part of SQL. And then when you go out to their LinkedIn pages, they'll see a badge for the employee that uh, the employers will say and say, oh, this individual has had training in uh, the basics of SQL, which really benefits the the student. And, you know, they get a certificate and all. And, and that's how I'm using it. I'm really using it to kind of give me more uh, time in the more challenging parts of the instruction. 
by allowing them to introduce. So in some contexts, we might talk about that as, uh, as flipped learning, that you expect students to do some learning on their own, uh, either by reading something or viewing something, or in this case, participating in a little tutorial. And then you come to class and they are ready to learn at a little higher level, huh? Yes, absolutely. Terry, how about you? Well, there's a couple of, so I'm teaching the, the 23, MIS 2325, which is basically an Excel course from soup to nuts, from the very, very beginning to some really higher level stuff. And I'm using it in a couple of, there's a couple of really strong pieces, of parts of Excel. And one of them is the is formulas, of course, um, and specifically formulas for business, uh, for accounting and for de- uh, and for um, the analytics, uh, analytic type stuff, and the other one is data management, which is pretty much really probably where they're really going to get using it. And so, the first time I uh, threw a LinkedIn piece into my course was like Ron this semester, and um, but it was an, a course that kind of. The a thirty minute course that talked is a big broad overview of all about data management and what the importance of data management and but as big picture as if you were the data manager, what are some things that you can do to make sure that your data is good, that it stays good, that it doesn't get um, uh, that it 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 doesn't get uh, uh, it does become bad data, for lack of a better term. Um, and so from that standpoint, you know, Excel, they're just learning kind of the basics of data management. But in a broader picture, it brings that understanding of why it's so important. And, and you might start at this point in an, with it, a knowledge of it in Excel, but then you realize how much more of the big picture it has to do with it. And uh, so those are the two things I use, formulas that are more financial related and then kind of getting them thinking about. So I'm assuming in these 16,000 tutorials, there's probably some things on, you know, general writing uh, ability. So rather than my writing a little lesson on the back of their paper on, you know, how to use a comma, I can send them to a LinkedIn learning tutorial and probably somebody will do it in a (laughs) much more slick and palatable way than I would. Well, you know, the good thing, Susan. Grammar Girl has a tutorial. Grammar Girl, okay. Grammar Girl, what were you going to say? Is, is about LinkedIn learning is that within it, there's an assessment piece, right? So while you're teaching them how you're saying, okay, you're going to go out and you're going to learn how to use a comma, there's a, an assessment part that'll take them through a little quiz and then they can demonstrate to you coming back into the class, okay, now I have that knowledge, we can move on. Oh, I'm loving this. This seems like just a way to to simplify something that can eat up more time than you want to give it. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) And, you know, I bet, you know, I bet they could learn how to uh, honor copyright, avoid plagiarism, some of those general purpose kinds of skills, huh? Yeah. You do a search and there's a there's a whole 90 minute. piece by a librarian on information literacy and it's really she does a great job uh, and again yes there are quizzes you know at, at, he'll do uh, anywhere from uh, three to five minute 
little segments and then she'll do a module of five segments, four segments, and then there's a quiz. And then you move yeah, I can see month. doing assigning that for them to do out of class. They come in, they bring bring their own notes and sources for their paper, and then they apply it in class while we're working together. Mm -hmm. And they're not starting at so low a spot, you know. Um, Ron, uh, the business school has kind of a career readiness program, doesn't it? That sort of transcends individual courses. Would you talk to us a little bit about that and how LinkedIn Learning fits there? So. For students in the, uh, the business school, they have a requirement to complete um, X amount of points, if you will, um, in order to complete um, their work with, with, um, uh, for graduation. So in the same sense that here um, at the university, you have to have uh, X amount of career services or service hours, uh, you have to turn around and you also have to have uh, these hours. And so one of the things, and so in the freshman year, basically uh, you'll have X amount of points that you'll have to complete and then your sophomore year and your junior year. And it'll cover things like uh, being part of uh, groups, uh, business groups, um, uh, professional organizations. Part of it has to do with dress, creating a resume, uh, volunteering on some of the school activities. But one of the things that they have in their junior year uh, is they have to create a LinkedIn learning profile. And so what this does, you know, LinkedIn learning does is it allows them to not just create that profile, but automatically begin placing badges in there that demonstrate their, uh, their knowledge. So yeah, it's, it's uh, basically a program that students do uh, from freshman year to their senior year and at the end between the elective activities, uh, things that they might do with career services, participation in mock interviews, dress for success type things, um, they get the points. The, the piece where LinkedIn learning really benefits is when you go in and you're, you're able to say, hey, I now understand the value of, uh, okay, it, it's, it makes and it provides some immediate benefit. It makes what we're asking to do more tangible. Uh, and, and there's an immediate uh, gratification, if you will, for having that badge added in your LinkedIn page. I think that's just a really clever idea and something that many dis disciplines could probably borrow and tweak to make their own because um, no matter what we're majoring in in school, uh, you know, we're, we also have at least one eye on the notion that school's going to end and we're going to need to do something after that. Yeah. Yes. So what, like what a clever eat. way to do that. <laughs> and get a job. And eat. Get a job. Yes. Yeah. Get it. And I kind of like the idea that, you know, this, this comes from something that you just said, Ron, getting a job is that idea that other disciplines um, no matter what your job is going to be, can kind of, kind of coax students into that direction um, that they maybe are, you know, they, they're using it for the class, but also they get gently coaxed because they see something that they think is interesting and want to learn. Yeah. It. And um, so all of a sudden they're decided to take a Photoshop course and maybe they, you know, it, it, it opens a new door yeah. for them. Uh, or maybe they learn how to do, uh, they learn about copyright law and find that 
that's really interesting. I never knew that and, and explore that or, you know, become a better or even use that as a catalyst for, a, for maybe what they want to do with their post-college, with their yeah. career or, you know, or even maybe change what they're, where they're, what direction they're heading and go into another field uh, as part of their so education. So we'll put the link to the, uh, the HEB school's uh, career readiness program in the show notes because I think there are things that some people might want to borrow and tweak a little bit. Um, as both of you guys were talking, it occurred to me that a, a, a little broader value in all of this is that it, it lets students in on um, the secret. It took me a little bit of time to learn. I don't know about you guys. But that uh, when I was finished with school, I wasn't finished with learning. Hey, um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. You know, honestly, when I was, when you were, you know, as this was all going on, I wrote down those three key words, life, long learning. And yeah. And, you know, I, I think, you know, when you're, at least I'll speak for myself, when I was younger and I was, you know, trying to get degrees and, you know, all of those kinds of things, I was real focused on that ball. And it didn't occur to me that that was part of a much bigger picture. And I'm sure if we pulled our resumes out and looked at them, they're full of certificates for this and little, you know, all kinds of little bits of evidence of all that learning we've done over time. And I think uh, helping students know that sooner rather than later might be doing them a favor. Yeah, the, I, the, the truth is, you know, and, and I, from my perspective, from my life experience, I can tell any student, you know, if you think that once you graduate from college, you are no longer assessed, well, yeah, that ain't going to happen. In every job you have, you have annual performance reports. Uh, in every job you have mid um they're like mid-year assessments that you do beginning of the year you tell your boss this is what i plan on accomplishing and at the end of the year they say did you accomplish it so that was my thing coming out of um, school is like okay cool no more exams there's no more a b and it's really an eye-opening experience sometimes if you've focused very much on that that letter uh, and then you come out and you are now assessed, but now you're really assessed on outcomes. And what LinkedIn learning really allows a, a, a young person coming into the professional life is to demonstrate to their employers, I am a lifelong learner. I do look for greater opportunities beyond, you know, the present things that are being given me. And so it's really important. I think this is a fantastic tool um, and, and it has a tremendous amount of benefits. And so UIW has a subscription, right, Terry? A little bit. I, UIW has a subscription to LinkedIn Learning, right? Yes, everybody, everybody who has a UIW email address has an access has access through Cardinal, Cardinal apps. So for one's course planning pleasure this summer, uh, cruising LinkedIn yeah. Learning and thinking about how uh, a piece of that might uh, fit a course uh, could be a half hour yeah, well used. I, I wanted to make a real quick point uh, on something that Ron said. And this I found was really in interesting for me is when I was going through a couple of the short uh, courses and take looking at the intro videos on stuff to so I could assign a couple of things to my students. It enhanced my learning as an instructor so that I could go in and be better, um, you know, the next time I teach the course or if 
I end up teaching a, a, another course for Ron, I can, I have that much more knowledge as well. So it's not only going to be a really benefit to the students, but I think it's a great opportunity yep. uh, for faculty to kind of hone their skills. Yeah, I 100% agree. Let's uh, let's go to our last question. It's a question I always I always like to ask, and and that's um, who's the teacher you'll never forget and why? Who's got who's got a teacher that they'll never forget? I'll I'll okay, go first. Terry. So um, Catholic school, uh, with the exception of four years of undergrad, I have um, been in Catholic schools pretty much all my life, and. Fourth grade, I had Sister Claudia. She was a lovely nun from Cork, Ireland. Uh, and everything that you could think of, of a gentle Irish nun who was Sister Claudia, or I mean, Sister uh, Sister Carmel. And so, um, so when I was in the fourth grade, at some point, Sister Carmel just loved the fact that I had this vibrant red hair. And, you know, she would always make a point of, of being very nice to me. And, one day, suddenly I found that my desk was moved up next to hers. And I thought, gosh, I'm her favorite student because my desk is next to hers. Flash forward to about 50, uh, the 55 or 56-year-old Terry, who's running into Sister Claudia and an Irish, uh, Sister Carmel and an Irish event. And come to find out, no, Terry wasn't her favorite. It just, she just had to keep an eye on me. <laughs> but it was a very... She was a, she's always been a, she was the most gentle teacher that I ever had. And I, I well, that's gentleness of keeping your eye, keeping it. you under her thumb, convinced you, you were the favorite. Uh, Ron, yeah. how about you? Who was the teacher you'll never forget? Yeah, again, for me, it would be Miss Bogart in the fifth grade. Uh, when I was a kid, Miss Bogart seemed like she was 12 feet tall. But she was a really tall woman, uh, and she wore those kind of cat glasses that they had back in the '60s. Uh, but yeah, Miss Bogart didn't play, you know. You know. They, you okay, know, what, so she what, was pretty tough. Well, she was stern, uh, stern in a loving way, you know. But she did not play, you know. With with Miss Bogart, the one thing she never let you say is "I can't." That was not not something that she played with. Um, you know, there, she didn't like excuses and she always, she always was like, Hey, listen, you know, I'm not trying to hear it. I don't want to hear the dog ate it. You should have pulled it out of the dog's mouth and brought me the wet ripped up pieces. <laughs> Miss, Miss Bogard was a seven foot tall Italian and she was just, you know, she, she was amazing. She was an amazing, amazing woman. Well, thank you both very much for this wonderful conversation. I have enjoyed it so much. Thank you so much for asking me. Thank you. Thank you, Susan. I, I, I really enjoyed Bye-bye. it. The podcast, A Word on Teaching, addresses classroom issues in higher education. It is jointly produced by Instructional Technology Services and the Center for Teaching and Learning at University of the Incarnate Word in San Antonio, Texas. The producers are Kathy Bataro and Susan Hall. Adela Gott provides technical support.